This is Voicemail, the Universal Postal Union's podcast covering the wonderful world of mail. I'm your host, Ian Kerr. My guest in this episode is Dr. Kunio Mikuria, Secretary General at the World Customs Organization. I'm joined by Dr. Kunio Mikuria. He's the Secretary General of the World Customs Organization. Secretary General, welcome to the UPU Voicemail Podcast. The first question we ask all our guests is about your first memory of the post. So tell us, what's your first memory of the post? Well, my first memory is a bit peculiar or family-oriented because my grandfather used to work in the Ministry of Post and Telecommunication. So since my very young days, I was hearing his story and uh, um, almost a hundred years ago, he was even sent to Europe to see how post and telecommunication are functioning in that country, in those countries. Therefore, um, my memory goes back almost beyond my memory. And uh, um, uh, since then, uh, my uh, connection with the post has been well established. You've been leading the WCO for over 14 years now. So why customs and what led you to pursue this career? Well, after finishing my university, I joined the Ministry of Finance, where I was dealing with, well, public finance, fiscal area, banking, etc. But customs belongs to the Ministry of Finance. And when I was affected to, well, as a rotation to customs, I found that it is very interesting and passionate because it is very hands-on. If you do something, well, if you decide a new policy, I immediately um, get the return or feedback from the ground. And customers are located at the borders and they implement almost all policies, well, whether they are trade policies or fiscal policy or tax policy or security, and I can see that wide range of diversity of works that is fascinating. And then I decided to stay on. And even I came to Brussels to, well, to the World Customer Organization. So it is always fascinating and passionate. I'm all, I have been passionate to see how it works. And from customs window, you can see the history and the people and the culture of many countries. Uh, Tell us then, as Secretary General, how do you see the main mission of the WCO and how has that mission evolved over time? What's specific about the WCO's mandate in this digital era? Well, um, Customs function uh, mission is essentially collecting revenue at the borders and facilitating trade and also protecting uh, citizens from illicit trade. So that hasn't changed, but uh, um, it has evolved over years. And uh, um, WCO has been addressing those issues. And uh, um, in the end, what uh, we say is that uh, borders divide customs connects. This is our vision. And uh, well, uh, we want to ensure connectivity only for legitimate trade. And uh, we need to well uh, manage well the risks at the borders. And uh, what WCO does is to develop uh, standards 
for custom procedures to address all those issues of revenue collection, facilitating trade, and protection of society. And um, also, we promote cooperation, cooperation among customs, but also customs and business and public sector. So um, cooperation with a post is a natural, our DNA. And then we provide capacity building to implement global standards that WCO maintains and also promote cooperation. So those are the areas, and now comes digitalization. And when we talk, uh, even all those areas facilitating trade, what you have to do is that digitalization moving towards paperless trade, and if um, uh, with uh, good uh, risk management, uh, moving towards contactless uh, clearance. So those are the areas that we have to see, but also, um, we have to protect uh, our revenue and uh, society and uh, the other sides, organized crime and others, they are also using uh, digitalization. So we have to continuously um, improve our digitalization and think about more technology, how to use um, blockchain or how to use uh, um, AI, artificial intelligence, so there are many challenges coming, and this is uh, what the WCO has been addressing. And uh, in terms of digitalization, of course, e-commerce is one of the challenges. I'm so glad you mentioned that, uh, Secretary General, because there's so many themes that you were just touching on there that will be instantly recognizable by postal operators and by um, postal administrations around the world when you're talking about digitization and the modern challenges in dealing with with cross-border trade and cross-border e-commerce. So let's just continue on this theme then. The WCO represents 185 customs administrations that collectively process if I understood correctly, about 98% of world trade. So how do you see the role of customs in the facilitation of global trade and e-commerce? Well, um, towards the end of the 20th century, globalization came. And uh, globalization, why it has happened? First, it was the manufacturing process, well, um, was divided and outsourced the parts of manufacturing to the countries which have been more competitive, most competitive. That means that goods are, well, um, circulating. If you look at um, trade volume, half, more than half of them are intra-company trade, meaning that many half products are, well, are moving around. That uh, is uh, really, uh, it, it is on the condition that uh, border crossings are good because uh, to get uh, the final product, um, those uh, um, components go, go through borders of so many times. So this is what uh, um, customers should make sure that they, um, well, address the issue of global value chain and uh, um, without customer efficiency, you can't really realize that uh, global value chain, and, uh, well, the benefit of uh, global trade. And then uh, that was more on the, say, containers uh, um, uh, trade. Whereas in the 21st century, what we see is the rise of small packages through e-commerce. 
Because now that those、um, IT technology that enabled globalization, but also came to consumers and small and medium sized enterprises, well,、uh, those on Hizato were not necessarily participating in global trade directly. But with this e commerce, arrival of e commerce, this is a game changer. So consumers and well, micro and SMEs could now Uh, participate directly into, in, into trade. So, this is where we have to make sure our mission that,、uh, yes, the e commerce、uh, trade should go through, including postal supply chain, should be efficient and、uh, um, speedy clearance is there while we protect、uh, um, our citizens、uh, not to. Well, get inside those small packages, dangerous goods or prohibited goods. And at the same time, we get revenue to make sure that the state gets necessary fiscal foundation. So,、uh, that is、uh, what I see that changes over years and、um, from globalization, well,、um, global value chain. But also increasingly,、uh, e-commerce that is there. So customers should、uh, develop its own uh, new um, well, modes of、uh, facilitation and also securing、uh, supply chain, including postal supply chain.、Uh, let's talk a bit about、uh, socioeconomic welfare and development, things like that. How, or in your opinion, how does the level of Customs development in a country affect its overall socioeconomic welfare, as well as even the welfare of its citizens and its businesses. And have you, can you identify any major global or regional customs development trends or gaps that you could highlight, please? One country's、um, development stage or、uh, state capacity building starts with customs state capacity building. Because、um, it is at borders through trade that any countries make development and getting new ideas and、um, new knowledge. So uh, it, uh, customs、um, development stage very much d e f l e c t one country's、uh, development stage. So、uh, in this sense, it is、uh, very important.、Uh, and、uh, what the custom does is contributing to economic competitiveness. When Uh, there are many surveys to, well,、um, estimate, assess what is your economic competitiveness, like doing business survey, et cetera. And usually border crossing matters、uh, very much. And,、uh, um, so this is where we can bring more,、um, well,、uh, necessary elements for economic development. But at the same time, Uh, those uh, supply chains could be misused by organized crime. And uh, then uh, if there are many illicit trade, nowadays illicit trade is not only narcotics or drugs, but、um, even environmentally hazardous goods and、uh, well protected front and fauna, or even、um, security related ones, firearms and ammunition. Uh, they, customers should ensure that those hazardous goods don't cross borders. And this will、uh, really matter for social economic development and also basis for economic development because if illicit trade is rampant in one country, who would want to invest in those countries? So,、um, uh, on, for those areas of, well, 
ensure sound economic development and also while protecting security or supply chain has become very much well related to that um, well uh, customs uh, function uh, contribution to society and um, well what I see is that increasingly um, well globalization is there but uh, um, digital integrations are there uh, many well uh, in your country Switzerland you have many um, well free trade agreements and uh, in that way try to um, integrate and enhance the integration of your economy into the world regions. And this is also uh, ensure better socioeconomic development. But in the end, those result in creating new jobs and higher, higher um, uh, employment and also um, uh, good health. When we look at sustainable development goals, Quite often, they are related to customs to ensure the level, high level of life. That depends on the areas that uh, I have mentioned. How does the WCO cooperate with public and private sector partners to, to achieve its mandate of enhancing the effectiveness and efficiency of customs administrations globally? Well, at the borders, uh, um, customs are there, but uh, it's not only customs, but other government agencies well, uh, related to regulation or law enforcement are there. Therefore, coordinate border management uh, with, uh, um, well, collaboration with those uh, related to government agencies is must uh, to ensure, um, well, better uh, border management. But also, uh, in the end, our clients are business and uh, um, how to ensure that business understand customs requirement and how to comply with customs and national requirement is very important. And for that, we need to develop trust between customs and business, or customs and other government agencies. And that partnership is what we value. It is the basis, um, fundamentals of the modern customs uh, procedures. Now, you hinted earlier about the the common interests, shall we say, between customs and posts when it comes to cross-border trade and uh, cross-border e-commerce. And indeed, you could say that posts and customs are indeed historical partners. What are some of the new trends in the posts-customs cooperation today? And what are, in fact, some of the common challenges and opportunities of course, uh, with e-commerce, uh, we have common interest because uh, e-commerce, many of them are done through postal um, supply chain and customer are there to ensure facilitation and security of those supply chain. And uh, um, now we are living in the digital era, as you mentioned. Therefore, how to ensure the digitalization of those uh, postal um, supply chain is important. Um, and um, uh, for that, uh, um, in 2010, I was fortunate to participate in the well, uh, Strategic uh, Council of um, UPU, which was held in Kenya. And uh, uh, we discussed how best we can digitalize postal supply chain together with the customs. And then in 2012, UPU has uh, issued a new regulation to ensure that you use EDI, uh, so you digitalize your 
CN22 and 23. And uh, now what we see the trend is increasing use of EAD enables um, well, timely and effective uh, management of risks and thereby facilitating trade uh, while ensuring um, security and safety. This is the trend. Digitalization on both customs and post is what I have been observing. The idea or the concept of cooperation and communication between posts and customers is hugely important, especially as we've just highlighted in the e-commerce age and in an age where you know, security is very important, as you've mentioned, and also that regulations can change. Um, and this sort of highlights the importance of that you know, cooperation at a national level, I suppose, between posts and customs. So do you have any advice for customs administrations and postal operators on how they could improve their cooperation at a national level? Of course, it is dialogue, and that is the basis of cooperation. Therefore, what we recommend is not only dialogue at the day-to-day operational level, but higher strategic level as well. So, um, nationally, if you can do a really high level commitment through dialogue between two, um, well, uh, organizations would be really, um, what we recommend. And to concretize that, uh, we, um, recommend concluding a memorandum of understanding between customers and post offices at the national level. So that to elevate the level of dialogue and understand each other's challenges and jointly seek for solutions. The WCOUPU Contact Committee was established in 1965. What are the main synergies that keep this cooperation alive and fruitful over so many decades? Well, because we have much to to cooperate uh, between us. So, and uh, um, we, in developing cooperation frameworks and technical solutions, they were, they have been uh, doing excellent jobs. In addition to those uh, committee, um, or based on the trust created in this committee, uh, customs and post, now uh, UPU, WCO, we um, uh, participate in each other's workshops and global events. And, uh, um, in, and sometimes we issue a joint uh, letter to members during the COVID-19 pandemic. We issued a joint letter to um, our respective members to enhance cooperation. And these tangible deliverables and strong ties is what we make us stronger together. And uh, and last year, we renewed the cooperation agreement. That shows that we have more to do in the future. Finally, let's talk about the upcoming WCOUPU Global Conference in Tokyo this June. What topics are on the agenda and who, who do you think should be participating or attending? Of course, we'll talk about the paradigm shift of trade landscape surrounding customers and posts how best we can secure compliance and margining risks. And uh, especially in terms of cross-border e-commerce, what work, especially how to exchange electronic advanced data 
and based on that shared data, how we could uh, um, well facilitate uh, risk management. We would like to hear from um, um, best practices on using digitalization and technology from our members. That way, uh, we would be prepared for well business continuity, even natural disasters or pandemic or whatever happens, and uh, jointly we can uh, do that. Customs uh, post-cooperation synergy is very important. Therefore, I would urge uh, policy and decision makers, uh, as well as operational experts, to join this conference. And uh, um, uh, not only um, post and customs, but uh, um, relevant ministries or departments uh, responsible for IT and telecommunication should also join because it is about digitalization. And uh, in that way, I hope that uh, um, we can, well, um, uh, we expect uh, your participation. And uh, um, then uh, we can identify new and emerging challenges, but also we can enhance our joint capacity to solve the issues together. We've covered so many of the themes today that have come up time and time again in these discussions. We're talking about cooperation. We're talking about exchange of information and agreements. We're talking about digitization, stimulating trade, and what that even means for people in their respective countries and the, the, the citizens and the businesses. It's wonderful to have a conversation that ties all of this together, Secretary General. I'm looking forward to more cooperation between the postal world and the customs world. Dr. Kunio Mikoria, Secretary General at the World Customs Organization. Thank you very much for joining us on the UPU Voicemail podcast today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Voicemail, the official podcast of the Universal Postal Union. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and you'll get each episode downloaded to the device of your choosing as it's released. My thanks to the team at the UPU for their help putting together this episode. I'm your host, Ian Kerr, and I look forward to your company next time on Voicemail, the podcast of the UPU. UPU.